What's up, everybody? Thanks again for joining me for another edition of March 4th with Mike Bauman. I, of course, am your host, Mike Bauman. Whoever you are, wherever you are listening from, thank you so much for checking out the podcast. If you're a returning listener, I greatly appreciate your continued love and support. And if you're a brand new listener of the show, man, thank you so much for hopping aboard that pirate ship. You can follow me on Instagram at March4thPod, on Twitter at Mike V. Bauman. The host site is March4th.podbean.com. The link tree with all of my stuff is in the podcast description for this episode. Y'all made it here, so you found me somehow. And I truly appreciate each and every one of you checking out another edition of the March 4th with Mike Bauman podcast. I hope everybody's doing well, man. I hope life finds you well. It's crazy to think, as I mentioned on the last episode, that 2023 is upon us. So I hope that everybody closes out the year on a high note, on a positive note. If there's any goals that you still want to check off your list, if there's goals that you're making for 2023, whether it's physically, whether it's mentally, spiritually, career-wise, relationship-wise, you name it, man. Just uh, I hope that everybody is, is on the up and up. And if not... You know, we've, we've got a couple weeks left in the year, and then it's a clean slate for 2023. So I hope everybody's doing well. I hope you get a chance to spend time with your loved ones this holiday season. Whatever holidays it is that you celebrate, um, I just hope that everybody's happy and healthy and doing well. There's a lot of crazy stuff going around, man. It's, it's cold and flu season, and I think I saw the flu numbers are the highest they've ever been. Uh, I've been under the weather myself. I'm just now starting to get better after a good almost week and a half of just feeling like absolute crap. Um, Just stuff coming out of my schnoz and uh, a lot of just fatigue. And a lot of it's on me too. That's one of my goals. Speaking of goals for 2023 is I need to get more rest going into next year. And it's such a first world problem to have. I hope people aren't just like, oh, this guy talking about he's got to get more rest. It's, uh, you know, I, I get that there's way worse problems than that. But it's just one of those things, man, where, I've always struggled with anxiety and worry and overthinking, and even though I I definitely have made improvements on that over these last couple of years, it's still hard to shut my brain off at night. It's not even one of those things where it's like I have trouble sleeping, like I can't fall asleep. That's like once I'm out, I'm out. It's just turning my brain off to be like, okay, it's time to go to bed. It's time to chill. Quit looking at your phone and dumb YouTube videos and stuff, even though sometimes it's good for that to keep me in like a good happy headspace before I go to sleep. You know what I mean? But, uh, but yeah, I, I think part of it for me is wearing myself down. And especially this time of year, it's really important to get rest and to make sure you're trying to get at least seven, eight hours a night. I know there are people who can operate on far less than that, but I'm just telling you, man, you are not a robot. You need to get sleep. And I think that was part of why I got sick just between traveling, you know, obviously having touch points with a lot of different people in the airport, the airplane, my family, my friends, people back home coming back to the office and going to the work and, and, you know, from getting back from Thanksgiving and being exposed to people there, who knows, man, but, uh, definitely had a sinus infection, which I'm, I'm prone to those because I had a tumor in my nasal cavity when I was a senior in high school, which is crazy. That's coming up on like 17 years ago now when, when I discovered I had that tumor, but, uh, needless to say, man, like I'm pretty susceptible to sinus infections. Um, but it's weird. Like the last couple of years, I feel like I've gotten sick more than I normally do. I feel like once or twice a year, I get really like sick where it's nauseous sick, you know, cause colds, I mean, that kind of stuff. I get those all the time. Don't, don't really bother me. But, uh, but this last one was weird and I, I tested negative for COVID, but the stuff that I'm, I'm just now starting to come out of now, I had like body tingling, body aches, 
which is why I tested myself for COVID uh, with an at-home test just to make sure it wasn't that. Because normally when I get the flu, it's usually nausea. It's not like body aches or, and I, and I, I, I need to get a thermometer. I have a meat thermometer, but I don't know that it would, I don't know, maybe it would work the same way. Uh, but uh, I didn't take my temperature, but at one point I was so sick that I had sweatpants, a cardigan on, and my blanket on my couch last week. Uh, at the end of the week on the weekend and, and I wasn't breaking a sweat and, and, and I run hot. So that is abnormal. But suffice to say, man, just take care of yourselves, especially again with the travel, the fact that the flu numbers here in the United States, obviously there's people listening to other parts of the world. They're really bad right now. So, you know, if you're not getting the right amount of rest, um, your immune system is going to be weaker and you're going to be more prone to getting sick. So just take care of yourselves, y'all. I'm not going to preach on vaccines and shots and all that kind of stuff, but just take care of yourselves, get sleep, Try to drink at least two liters of water a day, and uh, you'll you'll feel good, man. But uh, but yeah, I'm excited. Christmas is my favorite time of the year, man. From from the movies, obviously the classics, the Home Alones, Christmas Vacation, A Christmas Story. There's various versions of um, there's various versions of uh, um, oh my gosh, why am I blanking on the name? See, on that getting more getting more rest. But uh, like I love Scrooged. Uh, with Bill Murray. That's one of my favorite. What is the Charles Dickens? This is so terrible. Is it a Christmas Carol? Am I am I fully losing my mind? I'm actually going to Google this real quick, and I'm not going to edit this out because it's part of uh, it's part of the podcast. Sometimes these things happen, man. Sometimes these things happen. Charles Dickens. I cannot believe I'm blanking on this. Um... Do, 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 do. Well, I need some like uh, some bumper music while I'm looking this up. Yes, it is a Christmas Carol um, by Charles Dickens. I can't believe I just blanked on that as I'm talking. It, that's always the way it works, though. Again, pretty pretty on on brand for me as far as getting more sleep and getting more rest, so my brain works better. But yeah, the various versions of a Christmas Carol. My favorite is Scrooged with Bill Murray. Obviously, I, I mean just growing up watching SNL and you know, being a huge fan of the eighties and the nineties and stuff. Um, I just, uh, cause that's when I grew up, I was a, I was a kid in the nineties and I grew up watching a lot of the, the eighties comedies with, you know, whether it was, uh, the John Hughes movies. Um, and he also did the home alones, I believe. Um, I think Christopher Columbus directed them, but I think the story was John Hughes, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but anyway, um, you know, growing up on all those guys, I, I love Scrooge. That's one of my favorite versions of a, of a Christmas Carol. And there was one we always used to watch, and it was called Scrooge. We always used to watch growing up uh, on Christmas Eve with my mom and my dad. And the name of that actor, um, gosh, see, I'm gonna I'm gonna lose it then too. I think it was it nineteen the nineteen seventy Scrooge. It was. So the other one that I like came out in nineteen seventy. And Albert Finney played Ebenezer Scrooge in that one. And then I also love the animated one with uh, with Jim Carrey. That one came out, I think, in like 2009 maybe. Uh, and that was cool. My mom and my brother and I actually saw that in the theaters. And that was when the 3D stuff was popping. So, excuse me, we wore like the 3D goggles and stuff. Uh, goggles, glasses. I really need to get more sleep. We wore the 3D glasses. Uh, I promise I'll get this back on the rails, you guys. And that was really cool. So, yeah. Holiday movies, Christmas Story is cool, but uh, Christmas Vacation I love. Again, Chevy Chase, SNL alum. Um, I love 
uh, like I said, Scrooged with Bill Murray, The Scrooge with Albert Finney. That came out in 1970. If you haven't seen that one, it's really good. That was the one we used to watch growing up all the time. Uh, there's so many, man. Polar Express I thought was really cool. Even though I loved the cartoon animation growing up, watching like Ninja Turtles and all that stuff, man, and Ren and Stimpy, I really do like the Polar Express. I think that's that's a really cool well done a holiday movie the grinch with um jim carrey is great as well there's a ton of them man so as you can see i love christmas i geek out about it and i'm really excited to see my family and my friends back home so again man whatever holidays that you guys celebrate i just hope that you guys stay safe stay happy and that you get a chance to spend time with family and friends and speaking of friends this week's guests i consider friends of the show absolutely i love these dudes they're doing big things out in Utah, they are none other than UA the Duo. UA the Duo is a rap group comprised of brothers Wally and Slow Mo. And these guys have just been hard at work, man. They've been on their grind. They're talented dudes. They're getting into podcasting now. They're they're working with other artists. Like they're they're really building a, a music scene out in out in Utah, out in the Salt Lake area. And they were also featured in the Utah Voyager. So we talked about that before we officially hit record. On this week's conversation, I was fortunate enough to get featured in the Nashville Voyager, which was really cool and humbling. Um, there's a link to that in my link tree if you guys haven't checked that out. But to give you guys a background about the Voyager, they're in different parts of the country, and their whole thing is featuring people in the local communities who are, whether they're local artists, podcasters, entertainers, or you know business owners within the community before you know their names get bigger. Like they're they're all about people on the come up and who are doing cool things in the community. And these guys were featured in the, the, the Voyager out in Utah. Um, but it's really cool, man. Wally and slow-mo are, are, like I said, they're, they're just hustlers, man. They're really talented rappers and they're guys that I just have a lot of respect for in terms of that mentality of this podcast of perseverance, of moving forward, of treating people the right way, inspiring others. They're doing all of that. And they were first on the show, Last year, I want to say it was like late summer, early fall, I had them on in 2021. We connected on Instagram, and um, I checked out their music, and we had a great conversation the first time around. And like I said, they have just continued to grow. They released their album, Bud Brothers 2, on April 27th this year. They've released numerous singles, the, the latest of which is Money Knock with Demrick, which just came out on November 11th. It's already got over 21,000 Spotify streams. And if you're not familiar, Demrick has collaborated with Snoop, Be Real, and Cypress Hill, Exhibit, Too Short. Um, in September, they came out with Doing Better, their single with Jaron Benton. And Doing Better has already had 33,000 streams and counting on Spotify. The music video on YouTube's got 25,000 and counting views. Um, a few weeks after that in September, they came out with Pyrrhus with Glocko which I really loved, and, and that one's already got over 35,000 views on YouTube. They partnered with Pura Vita Entertainment for that one. Like, They're just doing a lot of big things, man, and I think it's it's really cool, as you guys will hear in this conversation. Not only are they really talented dudes, but like I've said a couple times already, they're just super down-to-earth. Um, the first time we talked, we talked about their family heritage in music. They come from a musical family, and um, you know, rap, it became something that they really loved, out on the West Coast, and then when they moved to Utah, they kept that same spirit and mix and meld their different influences in their rap music, man, and uh, have really just, like I said, built a scene out there. Uh, it's, they're working with other people. They're they're getting into podcasting. 
it's just really dope what they're doing, man. And um, to have these guys on this podcast is, is truly a, a privilege, man, because it's, I just feel so fortunate anytime I get a, a chance to connect with other like-minded creators who are also down-to-earth people and chasing their dreams like me, man. So without further ado, I'm going to shove my big yapper and give you guys my conversation with Wally and Slow-Mo of UA The Duo. Here it is. <laughs> take my uh oh go ahead man you're cool yeah i'm gonna take this label off my bottle <laughs> no it's it doesn't good. stand out no free promo yeah no free promo over here i like it i like your style man if you're gonna if you're gonna put a label on there gotta get some gotta get some of that mailbox money yep <laughs> <laughs> hopefully all three of us we can get some of that joe rogan spotify money man if anybody wants to give me an exclusivity deal listening to this you know my my dms on spotify <laughs> tap in well wally slow-mo thank you so much for taking the time to come back on man um i think one thing that's been cool uh doing this podcast is i genuinely love doing this stuff this is this is like my passion my love outside of my my day job and i love music and I really try to pride myself on featuring artists from all across the musical spectrum. And even just with the theme of the show being perseverance and moving forward, getting people outside of the music world. And I've been fortunate enough to connect with people in the business world. I'm trying to get people from the nonprofit sector just to share mm-hmm. these stories of perseverance and moving forward. And um, we, we've stayed in touch. I've kept up with the, the Instagrams and, and, and um, seen the singles that you guys are putting out and the, the record you put out this year, Bud Brothers 2. And uh, from a distance, I just I've got a ton of respect for what you guys are doing for the hustle, the way you guys handle your business, and and connecting with good people is is paramount to me. You know what I'm saying? So thank you so much for coming back on. Yes, Dude, thank, thank you, you, bro. Thank you for having us. Thanks for the great introduction. I mean, we talked a little bit off cam, so the chemistry's still there. You know, feels good to be right. back. Yeah, yeah. seriously. You're welcome. Thank you again for coming back on. First off, I just want to say congrats on the early success of Money Knock with Demrick, man. Like that just came out. So people hear this. This is going to be uh, December as as everybody listening is officially going to be hearing this. So hopefully it's over 100,000 streams at that point or more. But it's only been five days and you guys already have approaching 15,000 Spotify streams. The music video is doing well, so congrats on that one, dudes. That's awesome. Yeah, thank you, man. We actually just passed 15 today. Oh, we're at like we're close to 17 now, so we're we're pretty excited. You know, it's like man, so, just like you said, so early on, and it's already catching steam. So we're we're taking it all in. That's for sure. I have a lot of respect for you guys too, because I think. There's there's a few things. One, it's like you guys are good dudes to talk to, and 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 character to me shows through when when people talk, even even if it's remote like this, right? Mm-hmm. You guys really love what you do, and three, you guys are in a market where you really having to carve out your own niche. You know, you're you're not in L.A., you're not in Atlanta, you're not in Nashville or New York. You know what I'm saying? And on and on one end, there's a lot of artists there, so there's a lot of competition. But on the other end, I think it's equally as challenging to be somewhere where it's like, you know, you, you got to start from the ground up and really build a scene and build a culture. And you guys have really been able to do that in Utah. I mean, we were talking before the jump. Um, I was fortunate enough to get contacted and be featured in the Nashville Voyager 
and you guys got featured in the Utah Voyager, which is awesome because that's like statewide. So I yep. just I got a ton of respect for you guys on a lot of levels. There's not even a question in there, really. It's just, but I think the fact that you guys have been able to carve out your name and make your mark like that in in Utah, you know, where there's not as big of a scene in some of those other cities that I mentioned, I think is really dope. So congrats on on the hustle, man. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Leaving me speechless over here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's been a it's been a journey, but I don't say that as like the journey's nearing an end. If anything, it's just getting started essentially again because we're just learning all this new information and like doing these new ventures and still pursuing music at the same time. So right. it's just it's all just coming back to our name and our branding. And we have a team behind us too. We can't discredit those guys. They're their own you know, entities as well. So we're just keeping our eyes on the prize and doing what we need to, to keep this going. Yeah. And let's, and, and I think that's a good place to, to build off of Wally. Like those relationships are so important. And I think, you know, whether, whether it's doing podcasts like this or whether it's doing, you know, features working with other artists, you guys have your own label. Um, I saw on Instagram that you guys have an awesome studio you know, where, where you're recording with people, uh, in addition to, to the, to the people can't see it, but slow-mo's in his home studio, which is also really dope. Yep. So, um, what, what's it been like for you guys? I mean, just, just as up and coming artists to make those connections. I mean, what do you guys feel like are, are the essential ingredients to, to building a music scene the way that you guys have in Utah? Ooh. Oh, good question, bro. It's, Go ahead, uh, Mo. Uh, being open-minded, you know, not thinking that you know everything because people are always going to have some form of knowledge to offer that you might not have already known. Um, and also, it, it it just helps create a relationship for the long run, right? If you're not being ignorant right off the bat. Um, one thing I, I always tell these guys is that we're all trying to accomplish the same goal. Um, so there's no need to feel like, oh, I've, I've done more than you, or I've done this. Like we're all kind of like at a level playing field. And, um, I think once we started doing that, cause before it was a lot more cutthroat around here, probably because there wasn't a scene. So everyone was like trying to get as much as they can for themselves. Uh, but we realized with social media and everything that, there's more than enough to go around. Kind of like that old saying, high tides raises all ships, right? Like, you know, yep. competing against each other, you're trying to learn from each other and build a scene. Is that is that right? Yeah, exactly. Just being open-minded, not, not acting like you know it all, you know, because there's always things that other people can bring to the table that, you know, you might not be good at, you know? And so just being open to that idea of, hey, I don't have to be the only one working towards this goal. Uh, it just it just speeds up the process tremendously. And that's the one thing we've noticed over these last, maybe even like two years, year and a half, we started impl implicating that. And we've noticed that our we've just gone a lot further having a team, having people that specialize in certain areas uh, that can help us grow. And so don't block yourself by thinking you know it all. That's definitely a big key. Facts. Yeah, so so talk to me about 
how how you make some of those connections, right? Because I'm thinking about maybe some some younger people listening to this. Maybe they're they're they love music. Maybe they're they're you know trying to do their own freestyles at home or working with beats, you know. And they're at the ground floor. And I I think one of those questions people have is just how do I get started, right? You know. And I'm sure you guys right. are too. You know, when you first start rapping, and you're like, okay, how do we how do we record? How do we connect with the right people how do we get our music out there especially in today's game right because there you basically got to be a businessman in the game too now you know um yeah i've talked about that with a lot of artists like back in the day you'd pass out flyers you put them on every pole in town you'd pass them out of schools businesses right and and that's still part of it too that that face-to-face interaction and, com- and communication within the community is still important but now there's yep right it's getting on the playlist it's um you know the the, the marketing aspect that goes into social media, right? So um, what advice would you guys have as far as maybe trials and errors that you guys have gone through in terms of putting uh, putting your team together for UA the Duo? Yeah, um, great great question. It's uh, basically don't be don't be scared to ask for help. Uh, if, if you see somebody else that's in your area that's maybe a little bit more uh, seasoned that – doing music than what you are and you're just starting off uh don't be afraid to reach out say hey i I love what you're doing you know is there is there because a lot of times locals will know that you need to talk to if you're like let's say you're trying to get a show hey who do i talk to about getting a show like the one you were just on little stuff like that um you'll be surprised what people are willing to share and that was my big thing is i was emailing uh, and again, now there's Instagram, right? But back when, uh, a few years ago when we were starting, Instagram wasn't as popular just yet. So I was emailing people. And I was emailing promoters. Hey, who do I need to talk to about getting on the show? And most of the time they'd refer me over to, hey, this is the person you need to talk to. And then I'd reach out to that person and it'd be like, oh, no, it's not me. Talk to this person. And then finally I'd get the person to get on the show you know so it's just definitely don't let it don't let it discourage you because you might not get the right person the first time but always be willing to reach out uh because one thing's for sure they're not just gonna hand it to you if they just see you posting music or whatever you know you kind of have to go out of your way to build those relationships and then once you get your foot in the door you just keep going exactly yeah, and for for perspective for people who are maybe unfamiliar listening to this, I, I think a lot of people, you know, when they hear Utah, they think of Salt Lake City, they think of the the Utah Jazz and all that stuff, right? Or, or like Mount Zion, the, the national parks, all of the yeah, very beautiful state. Um, so for perspective for people out there in terms of what you guys have built, and, and again, I'm not just saying this because you're you're kind enough to come on the pod, like. You know, I, I think it's it's pretty awesome that you guys have really been able to to build the scene out there. Like, how how close are you guys? Where where are you guys specifically in Utah for for people listening? Both if they want to check it out and and in relation to uh to a big city like Salt Lake. Oh yeah, how to stop? Where I'm about 15 minutes, maybe 20 minutes from downtown. Um, Wally's a little bit further up from the actual city but all our shows uh our main appearances they all take place usually in the city um there's a lot of 
cities that are outside of Salt Lake that are like 45 minute hour drive um, that we've been able to show our presence at as well. Uh, but yeah, we're, we're almost right downtown and Salt Lake itself. It's kind of its own, its own thing. And then the suburbs are their own thing, but they all come together once it's all said and done for sure. Yeah. Everything's just right around here. Like uh, we're surrounded by mountains. So all these little cities that are not necessarily Salt Lake city, but they're just, you know, five minutes away from each other. They are, they're all still part of Salt Lake Valley and Salt Lake County. So it's, it's nice that we can just go downtown and do these shows and presentations and still be close to home. So. Yeah. And I think our biggest accomplishment this year, like within the city was uh, performing at our MLS uh, soccer team stadium. We have our, our major league. It's called Real Salt Lake. And uh, earlier in May, we got invited to do performance there. Jones and and it was just it was unreal bro I mean just to get that opportunity to perform at one of our stadiums here uh oh man it was unreal it was a dream come true yeah because we we're not Utah natives but we've definitely made Utah our home and you know our music comes from here too so to be able to have a presence there at our state soccer team's uh stadium and with a, a big artist who's won platinum awards. Yeah, it was, it was breathtaking. Yeah. Because that's where you guys did the music video for champ, right? That was one of, that was one of my favorite releases from you guys in 2022. And I think that, that YouTube video has got what almost 30,000 views and, and Mike Jones is in the video. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly that's the, the one, one bro. Uh, that's the one. <laughs> even some of our homies that were with us that day were like, when the hell did you guys shoot that video? And it's like, bro, it, we're not going to get another chance to be like all access at a stadium uh, anytime soon, I don't think. So I'm like, we have to make the most out of it. And and that's exactly what we did when we went in there. Yeah, dude, we just seized the moment. We saw the opportunity and knew that the window wasn't going to be open forever. So we didn't have anything to lose since we had the access and Boom, you guys got champ and got a little cameo from Mike Jones himself. Yeah, from Mike. So basically our green room was in the player soccer room, uh, like the locker rooms where yeah. the players go. And we were on the away side. And Mike Jones, his green room was right next to ours. And it just so happens when we were coming out, he was coming out. And we were able to get it all on camera, bro. It was It was perfect. That's dope. Sometimes the stars align, right? You know, when you when you do, like, yeah. I always say man, there's there's like there's karma. Karma is uh, it's cyclical, and I think I think all of us get get what's coming to us, good or bad, eventually. You know what I'm saying? It's true, dude. What goes around comes around, like a hula hoop from the wise Lil Wayne. That's true. Yeah, exactly, man. It's true, and and I and I think what's cool that video it was it looked like it was a beautiful day. Right. So it's like all the stars aligned. You had great weather. You get to do an awesome stadium show like that. Like you said, just an, an awesome opportunity. And the fact that you're right next to Mike Jones like that. What how was how was it meeting him? He seemed like he was pretty cool. He was super cool, bro. <laughs> so yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Super humble. Said what's up. Uh 
that video that was like the genuine reaction of us meeting him um so he was he was a cool guy and he was he was rolling up on his blunt you know so he was about to get his smoke on he's still about that life he was about to partake in some cannaboids man i hear the stuff out there is strong man out west that is it's, it's oh yeah yeah, I forgot, dude. Yeah, you're in <laughs> you're in Nashville. So yeah, it's true. We're like right next to Cali, um, Colorado. We get all the good Eagle, stuff. Oregon Eagle. Sure. So it's like, yeah, we do get the good crops. Yeah, I was gonna say Oregon and Oregon and uh California states, it's legal out there, right? Yeah, and Colorado. Oh yeah, perfect. And Nevada. And Nevada. So is so is Utah like the last bastion? Is it still one of those things where it's like so so there or pockets? Yeah, so so yeah, yeah would, so, that's the perfect word, dude. So so yeah, because they they they, uh, they approved it medically. So if you have like a medical card from your doctor, you could smoke it and buy it from a shop here. Uh, but there's that's a few the shops right now. now. Surprisingly, yeah, they have a, a few, few of them shops. now. If you don't want to do the whole medical card thing, you drive an hour and 30 minutes to Nevada and you could get it there legally just showing your ID. So it's pretty, it's pretty dope. Yeah. I, I, uh, it's, it's crazy when you think about all the, all the incarcerations and things that have taken place over the years over. Dude. Oh, it's crazy. I mean, I don't, I don't even, I don't even smoke. Um, but, but I also don't, I don't knock people who do it because I mean, when you look at how many lives alcohol's destroyed and just by virtue of the fact that, that, uh, you know, uncle Sam is making money when people buy it. I feel like it's kind of like, you know, it, it's like anything in life. You can do too much or too little of anything. That's true, dude. I never, I never thought of that perspective, but you're totally right. Like the whole drinking thing and the U S making money off the sales, which now they're doing it with marijuana too. But at least we know marijuana doesn't, kill your liver and make you beat your family and stuff so the effects are definitely <laughs> not not as crazy <laughs> that went sideways but i mean you know people <laughs> have gone through that so just acknowledging that that's a side effect yeah i mean i i use um it's it's not you know psychoactive or anything like that there's no thc in it but i i use uh cbd oil you know the can yes oh i just yeah. had some like two days ago <laughs> There's actually CBD shops quite a bit around here. Like even in our mall, they have like a kiosk and stuff. And we bought one of the oil. It looks like a dab pen over, you know, like a, a weed one, but it's just all CBD. And I tried some of that and they even gave us some gummies and they had us put them like under our tongue so that it could soak it in. And it's not, I mean, to me, I don't do CBD. I mainly use the, you know, the THC portion and it just, it was different. The taste is very different, but like, like you, dude, I don't knock it. Some people like that stuff. So to each their own. Yeah. Usually like, uh, the, the stuff on mine that I have, it's, I think it's, it's like half a dropper. It's a dropper, you know, and like, Oh, just, the dropper. Yeah. Just put it, put it underneath your tongue, you know, so it, so it soaks in there a little bit. And, and if I'm getting a little too anxious or I just need to help sleeping cause you know, I, you know, with the podcast between the podcast, my day job and everything, it's like, you know, sometimes like I woke up at four this morning and I, and I didn't go to bed till 11, like in my mind was just, and I don't know if you guys get like that too, or it's just, you got, you got ideas going through your head. You got stuff thinking about what you're doing. You've got like the holidays coming up. So 
it's true dude it's hard to shut my brain off man it's like it's overwhelming you just like your train of thoughts everywhere yeah yeah and the cbd i've had that definitely definitely helps with that you know you know what you're right dude now that you mentioned that that was exactly what i felt like i didn't feel the hazy eye like my eyes low and stuff but I did feel that I could, I was like somewhat focused a little more. I was on my computer. So I felt that my eyes were like super focused at when I felt it kick in. My wife's like, I didn't even feel it. How did you feel it? I'm like, I don't know. I took the whole gummy and let it chill for like 30 minutes under my tongue. It was huge. So I, I wasn't sure if it was going to melt, but it did. And then I also hit the the CBD pen. So maybe I got the best of both worlds. <laughs> Oh man. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I, you know, to, the way I look at it, man, it's like live and let live. You know what I'm saying? As long as whatever it is that people are doing out there doesn't harm themselves or any other living creatures. It's like, I, I think, you know, it's, it's nice to see we're getting at a point in society where it's, it's becoming more legal and decriminalized because in my opinion, it should be. I mean, I think they've done, there's been some research done where even like, uh, cannabis oil, you know, helps with, um, and, and again, y'all, you, don't I, i'm not a doctor okay so let me preface it by saying this i'm not a doctor but <laughs> it's true right. we're not we're you not can, you can look this stuff up though um you know the benefits of even like cannabis oil and stuff i think they've used it you know they tested it on people who have like you know precancerous skin lesions and stuff like that and how it shrinks the skin cancer cell like it's you know th- there's a lot of healing properties to it um dang that's oh, true yeah, I, yeah we always heard you know being hispanic we always heard that you could make teas out of it like our my grandma would say that and yeah like, i was gonna say our, our grandma used to be like hey can you can you give me a little bit of trend i was like grandma what the fuck? like <laughs> no it's because i need it you know and uh she would literally like mix it with rubbing alcohol and she'd put it like on her knees when she had like joint pain and stuff bro and that shit actually works yeah, because you can get um, you can get hemp oil, you know, same kind of thing, and hemp lotion and stuff. Um, yeah, the hemp yeah. lotion smells good. Not gonna cap. <laughs> well, I I'm super, like I said, I'm super excited for you, dudes, because the 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 work you put in, even since the last time we talked, and you guys had put out a lot of music the first time we talked, but you know the, the singles that you guys have come out with this year, you know, we talked about Champ um obviously the latest the latest one is money knock right that just came out on the 11th Um, doing better with uh jaron benton came out on on september 2nd and and that's blowing up too it's already uh, i you know at least from what i can see is just a spotify user it's like thirty two thousand streams and the youtube video is like twenty five thousand views and i remember linking up with him um the last time we talked so what was that like to actually get to, you know, shoot the music video with them like you guys did and put that all together. <laughs> I was a nervous wreck, bro. Um, <laughs> I, I I hadn't, like, only exchanged messages with him and his manager up until the day he flew in. And uh, you can even ask Wally, like, I was calling him. I'm like, I'm, I don't know what's going to happen. Like, wh- I don't know what to expect. He's like, bro, just calm down, you know, and uh we once he got here like he flew in he got to his hotel um he called me on the phone and he's like hey just wanted to let you know i'm i'm in i wanted to touch base with you like what's the plan like he was very involved once he got here and 
Fast. That put me at ease. That put me at ease because I wasn't sure what what to expect um, working with him and to, if he was even going to be involved at all or, or any of that. And he was. It was the complete opposite of what I was expecting. I couldn't be happier. Um, we met him, picked him up from his hotel. Even our boy, uh, Rhyme Time, he, he got him a Outcast album. It was a vinyl version. Yep. What was the album, bro? Uh, I'm pretty sure it was their the first one, Southern Southern Cadillac Playalistic Music. I might be saying yeah. it wrong. <laughs> That's the one. And so we got off on the on the right foot right from the get. Having him here was dope. He was pretty involved with his parts. He cared about knowing his parts, most importantly. So it was just it was just a good collaborative effort all the way around. Yeah, and I think I think that's what's cool about being in in Utah, where you guys are at too. Because from a, from a music video perspective, cor- correct me if I'm wrong, you kind of got the best of both worlds, right? You can go into the city, and you guys have done city shots, right? If you want like more of an urban look in the video, which yep. you guys had for Money Knock, you know, which there were some dope cars in the video. You there was um I saw some of the cool like just as a metalhead too, like the Mesa Boogie amps and stuff at, at one point. Yes, bro. I'm you you caught it, bro. <laughs> when Demerick was doing his thing you know what I mean um but then you also get like that beautiful nature which which also obviously works out great to have that backdrop and that aesthetic so I'm yep. sure it's fun to to play around with those those different aspects you know yeah yeah and you and you called it it was uh that was the Jaren video it was just like nature shots nature shots our bro that was producing the video like that he was like putting a lot of emphasis on like we got to show off that he's here in Utah. Like he doesn't have this in Atlanta. So like, let's amp up those nature shots. Yeah. And, uh, and then for the, for the Demerick video, it was the complete opposite. Like we got cool cars. We like, we got that cool studio to be in, you know, and it was just the complete opposite, but it was dope. It was a good experience. It was just as great of an experience. Yeah. They were both equally involved. Like they cared about um, knowing, like Mo said, knowing their lyrics. They weren't just like mumbling or like, oh, move on to the next. If they missed a part, like they were actually, we'd do another take and everything just, it turned out really great. Um, glad the reception's well on, on both songs. Um, yeah. Yeah. They both, you know, they, even Jaron was like, man, you guys are great. You guys are really good. He's like, I've worked with artists that are questionable, you know, and he's like, but he's like, you guys got the talent and got the complete package. So it was so nice to hear that coming from him because he's been places where we're still trying to go to, you know, so it was very reassuring. Definitely reassuring. Yeah, and I saw um, he signed the XXL cover that he was on, right? That's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. He did, dude. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, I mean, out of it too. He was surprised we, uh, our bro, even had a copy of it still. Yeah, that's 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 that was really cool to see, man. I, I I like I like seeing stuff like that in the videos too. You know what I mean? Like you said, where you got your genuine reaction with Mike Jones. You know, seeing seeing Jaron sign the the XXL cover. And uh, and even Demerick, I mean, I mean, you would expect all those guys to be pros, right? I mean, obviously, they've all had, you know, like you said, there, there, there's, they've, they've done things where you guys are, you're on your way, and you will get there. We're manifesting. You guys are gonna get there. You're good dudes. Yes. 
we're gonna get there. So we're we're putting likewise, it bro. It's already it's already it's already gonna happen. But but yeah, I mean, I I you know even even with Demerick, I mean, working with like Be Real, Cypress Hill, you know, Exhibit, Too Short, Snoop. I mean, like you know, it's it's you would expect him to be a pro, you know, just just given his resume. You know what I'm saying? So it's cool to yeah, you know, when he came out there, he was ready to do his thing with you guys. Oh yeah, and he smokes like a motherfucker too, bro. He was <laughs> blowing trees. Which I mean, that's what we do too. So it was it was like I kept saying this is me training for when I meet Snoop. Because I know exactly. that's gonna be that's like the smoke Olympics. So doing these with, you know, other artists that do it just as much as we do it. So it's a nice Yeah, we were test. able to hang the whole time. We didn't tap out. Yeah, we didn't fall asleep on the couch or nothing. It was it was it was good and then he was like hey when we're done we should go eat somewhere and we took him to a talk like an authentic mexican taco spot and he enjoyed it he really liked the food got him a beer it was it was great dude that's what it's about man it's all about the vibe you know what i'm saying it's all about the vibe whether you whether you drink whether you don't whether you smoke whether you don't you know it's it's all it's all about the hang and just being with good people you know what i'm saying yeah good company it's true man I gotta ask, did he did he give you guys any good like Snoop or Cypress Hill story? Because Cypress Hill can smoke with the best of them too, you know. I mean, oh yes. yeah, Be they got their hot can. their hot box podcast. You know his his show that he does the hot box. Yeah, and people tap out on him all the time, you know. But he did. Uh, he he's uh, basically he's exhibits like official uh, concert guy. So anytime. Exhibit has a concert to do. Demrick's there with him, backing him up every step of the way, basically. So we didn't, we didn't know that, and so we thought that was pretty cool. So he was just out in like Dubai with him for a show they did out there. They did a amphitheater out in like L.A. and it was like sold out. Like they do huge crowds still. It's pretty cool. Yeah, another one, man. That um, that I loved. Uh, that that just came out recently too, within the last couple of months, and it's also killing it. I think the video on YouTube, uh, as of as of this, it, it'll be even more. Come December when this comes out, it's got like thirty five thousand views. But Purist with Glocko, dude, oh, I love that one. Um, it was was it Pure Vita Entertainment that that the YouTube uh channel that it was on. Yeah, yep, yep. Those are the homies. Shout out to Pura Vida. Yeah, that's the homies right there. Yeah, so they're they're another label that's around here, um, that we seem to connect with, and we hit it off with all of them. Glocko, here's the cool side story. Glocko was actually the first friend that I made at school when I moved to Utah. Uh, when I first arrived to the state, he was like the first friend that I made in middle school. A young little um, baby slow mo. Yeah, he's he was a uh, he was like in ninth grade. I was in seventh grade, and uh, we were like the two kids that weren't participating in gym class. So we hit it off, and we were we just kicked it that whole period, and then it was just a, a daily thing, kicking it with Glocko. That's dope, man. I didn't realize it went back that far. And in this, yeah. That song is sick, but I, I love I love how you know like y'all's heritage is in that you know the Spanish verses and everything. It was the beat was sick, and and for people who are fans of hip hop too, like and again like I'm I'm not just saying this to, to butter y'all's bread, man. Like what I really love about you guys, <laughs> you have like the trap, you have the trap beats, 
but then I really love the the piano influences too, man. Like there's there's several songs that you guys have put out that have like the piano. There's either piano leads or there's piano in it throughout the song. Like yes, like I love that. Like champs like that, you know, right? That's the yeah, piano. yeah, dude. I think it's uh we don't we we don't even notice it, you know. Like at this point, we just like we grew. I mean, we're from Cali, and Cali beats Dr. Dre early all that early stuff had a lot of keys, a lot of bouncy pianos. And that's just like a West Coast sound. So I feel like we just integrated that being born in California and it liking trap music, for, you know, from the South and stuff. So yeah. we just made a big old pot of gumbo with the influence we had growing up based off the music we were listening to. And now we don't even notice, like we just we just hear it's a, you know, a banger and then we just want to make good music to it. But yeah, a lot of it does have pianos. Like now that you bring that, bring that up, I have noticed that too. And I do love some pianos on my beat. Sounds so good. Yeah. I feel like Polo G that, you know, that new rapper, everyone calls him piano G because they're like, dang, all he does is rap on piano beats. (laughs) I love it, man. I love it. You know, part, and, and I love how like, um, you know, in the early nineties too, a lot of jazz influence too, you know, especially like, like, you know, Tribe Called Quest, all those groups and stuff in, in the, in the early. It's true, 90s. dude. Like, I, I love, I love hearing when, when there's like sax and stuff or there's piano or, you know what I'm saying? Like th- those, those interesting sounds, you know what I'm saying? And it's so, it's yeah, like, they're very captivating. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it, I always think that's dope when in hip hop, when when you can take beats from from other genres like that you know um you know dig flip them yeah yeah and 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 make it your own like like with purist was was that something with glaco where he wanted to do cuz he he did his verses in spanish right right was that a conscious decision or, or or was that something that just happened organically based on the beat or or when you guys you know got together with him for that song did did he want to do it in Spanish? Did you guys talk about that, or was it was was it something that just happened in the studio? Yeah, it's it's honestly it's just something that happened when when we got together. He said, uh, "Yo, check this verse that I got for this beat," and I spit him my part, and he went right after me, and we looked at each other and we're like, "Bro, this is this is it," you know, like this works perfect, and that uh, voila moment. Yeah. Yeah, it was a voila moment because we were just like, holy shit, like, we're good, you know? And uh, he really he really floats like a butterfly when it comes down to rhyming in Spanish. I feel like that's, like, his pocket, and he that's just does it so well. Yeah, he does it so well that it just – I think it just comes natural to him because he raps in English too, uh, but his Spanish flows are just crazy, and I'm so happy he decided to go the Spanish route on that song because that's what, to me, and and from the feedback I received, that's what made it a more unique track. Is that one was English, one was Spanish? Yeah, and that video is killing it. Like I said, I mean, I I think the last time I looked, it was like thirty five thousand views or something like that. That's that's yeah, yeah, and and uh, even let me tell you on that part with the video we went through like three different video guys just to get the right video guy for this song because we shout out the homie shout out to our homie his name's shot by rica um he's actually hispanic as well 
Um, but he, his, his specialty is like short films. And so he had actually stepped away from doing a lot of music videos. Yep. And so that was our pitch to him was like, Hey dude, we don't want this to be just an average video. Like we wanted to have a story, like a more storyline. And, uh, we luckily he agreed and that's what we got that period's video. That's sick. That's sick. And that, and again, it kind of, it's kind of like the theme of what we've been talking about in the show, just connecting with, with good people, you know, and coming, coming with the vision. And I think, I think that's probably something you guys have found, right? You know, like, obviously you guys take, you guys take this very seriously. You've been doing it, what, almost a decade now, right? I think 2014 was when you officially started getting the ball rolling. Yes, bro. Yep. Spot on. Coming up, coming up on, on, on nine years in the game. Like, you know, you guys are, you guys are pros. And I think, I think that's so important when you're collaborating in any type of business atmosphere. If people see that you take what you do seriously and you have a vision that you can present to them, I think it helps people get on board. You know what I mean? Cause they're like, Oh, these guys know what they want. They know what they're looking for. I know they're pros. So I'd love to work with them. You know, uh, I like yeah, dude. Even Jaron Benton said that to you guys, like, you know, in terms of how you handle yourselves, your professionalism, like that, that goes a long way, man, especially other people who are in the creative industry and people who have been in the game a while, whether it's music or podcasting, I feel like people can, you know, when you've been in it long enough, and I'm sure you guys see sense this too, you, you know, you can smell the BS, you know, you can smell when somebody's for real or you can smell the BS or if they're, if they're shysty, you know what I mean? Yeah, dude. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well put, bro. That's exactly, exactly how it is. And we were, we were glad that everyone had something to offer in this project. Uh, even with the video, Glocko and I had gotten together a few times, even with Looney, our bro that produced it, to um, to basically discuss how we were going to tackle the video. So by the time we reached out to the video guy, just like you said, we laid out that vision for him. And he could see it, so we went for it. And, and he hopped on board. He went ahead yeah, and we couldn't jumped be happy. the ship. Yeah, shout out Looney got the tunes, by the way. I know you guys have been working with him for a while now, right? Yeah, shout out to our bro. Shout Looney. out Looney. He's, he's been our go-to producer for the last uh, four years. We didn't realize it up until a few weeks ago that we've been together now for four years as a team. And yeah, he's been our go-to producer for a lot of these projects that Especially Mon uh, Money Knock and Purist. He did. He took care yeah, of that. Money Knock, Purist, and then shout out to our other producer that's on the label as well, B Lokes from from Cali. He's the one that produced Doing Better with Jaron. So he's been another go to we work with consistently in the campus. Oh well. yeah, yeah for sure. Well, before we wrap it up, dudes, because I told you I get you out of here at seven thirty, and and thanks again so much for your time. So so let's break that down too, because you guys do have your own label. You've got uh I saw some of the, the different credits on Spotify. So there's is UA Music Group and Lab Junkies Inc. Are they are they two different entities or is or is or is there's is there one main one now? Like break that down for the people as far as you know, putting out your own music like this as as uh, the artist that you are. Great question. Yeah. So UA Music Group was the original label we started back in in like that 2015, 2014 era. Um, but we realized that everyone that was a part of the team was just kind of getting bunched in 
with UA, me and Wally, what we had going on. And uh, we wanted to make sure that it was visible to the public that everyone on the team is their own entity. And so we rebranded recently to Lab Junkies Inc. And so that's the new label. And everyone under that label kind of, you know, has Lab Junkies Inc. backing them, but they're still not getting lost in what me and Wally are doing as UA. Exactly. We just wanted everyone to stand on their the on their own branding as well and know that they're not being overshadowed by the UA branding. So we just decided to jump with the lab junkies. We all like being in the lab, which in our case is the stew, the studio, but it doesn't have to be the studio. It can be whatever you, you know, whatever you like doing. That's your lab. So that's what we meant by lab junkies. We just had creators in mind, wanted to put, you know, creating as the forefront. And we all see that vision and do, again, whatever it takes to push it forward. I love that, man. I love that. The Lab Junkie, Lab Junkie Zinc. I love, I love that idea of, of being a Lab Junkie too. And I, I relate to that too, man. Like for me, it's my, like I said, it's my dining room right now. You know what I mean? Like, you know, big journey. That's starting. the lab. Yeah, that's, that's, that's my- the lab, bro. Um, and, and speaking on that, you guys have, have a really dope studio space now too. Um, you know, people listening, can't see it. Like, like I mentioned earlier, slow-mo, you've got the home studio, but you guys, uh, I, you guys posted a cool video on Instagram of the space that you guys turned into your studio, right? How did, how did that link up? Ooh, yeah. Good. Great question. So, uh, it was because the team grew, uh, everyone was meeting here at my home studio when it was Wally and Looney and myself, it was okay. But then anybody more than that was like really crowded. Uh, so once we added uh, our boy Juice, Juice the Bag Boy, and we had added another person at that time. Uh, but it, you know, we went our separate ways uh, mutually. Uh, we had five people total linking up at my place. And so it was like super crowded and we had to figure out a way to get a space where everyone could still show up where I didn't necessarily have to be there. They can pull up even if I wasn't there. And so we had this idea of opening up our own studio and that's kind of how that idea came about. Uh, but long story short, we opened up our new studio. We now have a place to record. Uh, we have a place to podcast. So there's three different, three different studio areas. Uh, total and and the last area is a place to do photos and videos that's sick that's sick yeah i i saw the shots from from when you guys did that video of of what it looked like the before and after and it was so cool to see how it was all put together is that just something that you guys have learned on your own as far as setting up like the sound you know and making sure that that the room sounds good and everything is that just from years of experience doing this stuff Correct. Yeah. Years of experience, years of research and reading articles and, you know, talking to these audio tech guys. I always try to pick their brain whenever I can uh, just to make sure that I'm doing things properly, you know, and uh, every time I get reassurance, I'm like, great. I try to learn what's next, you know, what's next. So it's all about learning and, and learning the correct way to do things. But yeah, it's uh, been all hands-on from all all of our guys here. And it took us probably about, 
I want to say about 45 days to get everything set up correctly. The first three weeks were like the most crucial because yep. we were there every other night, you know, prepping the walls, sanding them down. Uh, we repainted everything. So everything's like brand new in there. It feels really good. Every time we go in there, it's just like hard to leave and go home, you know? Seriously. That's great to hear, man. That's great to hear. How are you guys liking the podcasting side of things, you know, switching it up from the music? Because that's, that's one thing I appreciate about you guys, too, and for, for people listening, too. UA stands for underground ambitions. And I, I really think that's perfect because, you know, from the collabs that you guys are doing to lab junkies, Inc, having your own studio space, getting into podcasting, the videos, um, the visuals that you guys are doing, like there, I feel like you guys, it's accurate to say, right. You've got curious minds, but you also do have that ambition. So what's it been like to, to dip your toes in these different, these different avenues now beyond just the rapping side of things, man. Yeah, you saying those things, man, back to back, it just sparks how real it is and, you know, how far we've come. And we make sure to celebrate all the small wins, everything that's led us up to this point. And again, not making it sound like it's over because it's definitely not. There's more in store and we're going to keep, you know, persevering and pushing forward. But we've just been, you know, being it goes back to what Mo said earlier about being open-minded. Um, we know that we can make music. We know that the lyrics and the songwriting comes easily and we don't want to be boxed in. So we also wanted to show the public, our fans, you know, people who follow us on social media, other sides of us. And we felt like us being on our own podcast, we'd come up with the topics, you know, like have natural organic conversation with our team members on camera. It would show a side that, they don't necessarily see every day because they just see like the the end result. They see the music video, but that's not us talking or, you know, interacting in a different way. It's just music. So we just felt it could be, you know, cool to to open ourselves up to that level and see if we could run run our podcast ship and things have been going well. So Mo, did you want to add to that? Oh, yeah, you got it perfectly. It's It's been great every step of the way. And that's the exact reason why we even decided to, hey, maybe we should start this podcast. Uh, but we also started that podcast because it's a way to uh, create revenue for our team. Uh, we rent that podcast space out to anybody that needs a podcast space. Uh, so we were using our podcast to kind of promote that, hey, we're renting this space as well for any local listeners, you know, so that were wanting to start their own uh, podcast. And it's worked. Uh, we've rented it out a few times. We've had a lot of people interested in coming and renting our space. And so it's it's been great. Everything that we planned, it's coming to life before our eyes. and It's, it's pretty cool to see. And yeah, facts. No cap. High tides raises all ships. Well, slow mo, Wally. This has been great, man. Um, the last thing I'll ask you before I get you guys out of here. By the time people hear this, it will have already been Thanksgiving. So happy Thanksgiving to everybody who celebrates. Yeah, that. happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, y'all. Eat some mashed potatoes. Um, Those are my favorite. Since we're since we're at the the end of the year, which is crazy. You know, you guys have obviously had a had a big year. Um, 
Uh, and thanks again for the shout out that, you, that in the kind words you guys gave me on, on me getting featured in the national Voyager 2022 has been good for this show too. It's been cool to see things grow and continue to connect with good people. Yeah, man. But, um, because all three of us are music junkies, man. Um, let the people listen and know, uh, you know, some of the stuff that you've been vibing with in 2022, just off the dome, you know, whether it's songs, whether it's albums, you know, and, and maybe let's, let's do it two, two ways. Let's give them some of your favorite stuff from this year. And then let's give them some, some underground, you know, some up and coming stuff that maybe that they're, they're not on yet that you guys think is fire. Ooh, that's a good one. I can go first Probably real quick. I feel like, take yeah. the lead. I'm consuming music more than Mo, I feel like. So I'll say, um, just because this hit the rap community so hard, and me personally, I don't know if I shouted them out on our last interview, Mike, uh, but I'm a big fan of Migos, and I'm the one that introduced Migos to slow-mo because I was in high school, like 2013, 2012, and nobody listened to them here in Utah. Like, none of my friends liked it. They all would ask me, what I'm, what, like, what is that, bro? Turn it off. And I'd be like, bro, you don't know. This is coming. This is the next up. So Migos dropped a new album. It was just Quavo and Takeoff, RIP Takeoff. And it's called Only Built for Infinity Links. That just came out like literally like three weeks ago, like a month ago, like right before he passed away. He was on his promo run. So check that out if you guys haven't. Like it's it's exactly what Migos does. They make bangers and that inspires me and in the end inspires slow-mo too. I just like that they're family and, you know, got so far in the music industry. And I feel the same way about me and slow-mo and our team. They're pretty much our family too. So only built for infinity links, Quavo and takeoff, check that one out. And then I'm going to throw out um, an underground one. Cause you, you said, Mike, it's called 10 one zero. It's by West side gun. He's the, uh, rapper that created the rap label Griselda and he's on the label with his brother and his cousin and all three of them are popping in the rap game right now so another family that made it in rap that inspires me to keep doing what me and Mo do so I'll leave those to you guys check them out 10 by West Side Gun only built for Infinity Links Quavo and Takeoff right on man thank you I'm gonna check them out Jeez. Great, great choices. What about you, Slow Mo? You got anything you wanna you wanna plug for for anybody? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was mind blown and very surprised by how good this album was. Wally put me onto it. It's uh, I still got it by Snoop Dogg and DJ Drama. Woo! It's Bang. a brand new drop. It's really good. Uh, it. Man, they really still got it. Just like the name says, I still got it. They still got it after all these years. And uh, I have been listening to a lot of older albums because when I do my workout routines, I listen to uh, albums by the year. And so I started with the year 1990. Um, But a really good one was Death Certificate by Ice Cube. That's more of underground and back in the day old school i think it dropped in 91 and it's a really good album i i've heard it front to back just a couple of weeks ago no skips that's one of his favorite rappers ice cube 
Man, he's I, I would say he's I mean, gosh, there's so many everybody talks about their five, right? And I don't want to I've already kept you guys over what I've said I was gonna keep you over, but to me, I mean, and I, I consider myself more you know, I I love hip hop, but you know, metal metal is like definitely my favorite, you know, heavy, heavier like heavy rock and heavy metal. But I also think it's cool like there's a lot of genre melding now between hip hop and punk and hip hop and metal. It's really cool to see. Right. But I yeah, almost true. think it's hard to do like a Mount Rushmore for, for any genre, right? Because to me, you almost got to break it up by era and decades, right? Because well, definitely yeah. the 80s, you know, you had, you know, Grandmaster Flash, Ice Cube, or not, uh, you know, well, Ice Cube was late 80s with NWA. Yeah, yeah, he technically still was. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's true. LL Cool J, right? So right there, you could have, uh, and Curtis Blow, you know, was, 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 was. Big Daddy Kane. Big Daddy Kane, right? And so, and that's all stuff that's just, that's like not even the, the 90s yet. You know what I mean? Um, so it's, it's crazy. Yeah, there's, there's so, to me, you almost got to look at it almost like eras because you wouldn't, you wouldn't have everything that came in the 90s without the 80s. You wouldn't have everything that came in the, the early 2000s without the 90s and so on and so yeah. on. Yeah. Like Each one influences the next upcoming. The next generation. Yep. Yeah, like, That's I mean, true. Ian Rock Kim, you know, Pete Rock and CL Smooth. Um, to me, to me, one of the ones I'll throw this out there for everybody because I I feel like for some reason they don't get mentioned enough. But Gangstar, dude. Yeah. Oh Gangstar. damn, dude, that's true. Moment of Truth might be it. It might be my favorite hip hop song. Like one of my favorite hip hop songs ever. It's definitely in my top five. Now, obviously, I love I love Juicy by Biggie, but Moment of Truth from Gangstar. Pe- people. Gotta go listen to that one, you know. Um, one of my favorite. Bro. Yeah, DJ Premier's super Bro. active right now. He's still active in the community. His, I mean, the other half of Gangstar passed away, right? I'm pretty sure. R.I.P. Yep, yep. Guru and Premier, man, went together like peanut butter and jelly, man. I mean, that... another another great duo, bro, that we'd look yeah. up to. Yeah, one of one of my favorite verses in Moment of Truth, uh, actions have reactions. Don't be quick to judge. You might not know the hardships people don't speak of. It's best to step back and observe with Koof before we all must meet our moment of truth. I mean, that's like Oh my god. Yeah, that's crazy, bro. That's a that was hard. That was hard. That's, yeah, facts. Listen, listen to Gangstar, listen to Moment of Truth, y'all, but um, but listen to UA the duo, okay? Everybody UA the there, duo. If Don't forget about us. If you're not familiar, listen to UA the duo. Um, Wally Slow Mo, it's always a pleasure, you guys. Um, I consider you guys, even though we've never met in person, you guys are kindred souls. We will though. Yeah. We manifest. We will. We will manifest it. Whether I get out west or or, or you guys come through. Or now. we come. Yep, exactly. Hey, we have a place for you to podcast it up, man. I appreciate Seriously. it. Yeah, no, that would be sick, man. I, the studio looks looks amazing. You guys did an awesome job with that. And I think it's really cool that you guys not only are turning that into a business venture, but also given given an opportunity to, to put other people on too. Because to me, that's that's what it's all about. It's whatever knowledge that you have. I mean, at the end of the day, we're all just dusted memories, man. So whatever you leave behind, it's like make sure you, you leave something good behind for, for the next person. You know what I mean? So I think it's yep. nice. facts, bro. You know, making your name um, and speaking on that, uh wally slow-mo it's been a pleasure i will obviously put up the the links in the podcast description for everybody listening to this but uh for people who are unfamiliar let them know where they can find you and since it's going to be december if there's anything that you can can maybe 
you know, give them a little a little snippet of what's what's maybe coming up to close out the year without spoiling anything, because obviously I'm not trying to steal Ooh. your time on the show. Ooh, I love that. <laughs> any, snippets, any snippets you can drop for the end of the year or early 2023, but the floor is yours, gentlemen. Bro, I'll shout out a few, and then I'll let Mo wrap it up. Um, you can find me on Instagram first, you know, at Wally underscore UA, our UA the Duo Instagram and Facebook. You know, U A T H E D U O. Mo, hop in, throw in a few. Yeah, uh, find us on YouTube. You know, that's our our probably our most active platform right now. Uh, it's at U A the Duo TV, and it's all regular spelling. The letters U A the Duo TV. Uh, you can find me personally at Slomo U A on pretty much any platform: Facebook, uh, Twitter. Instagram and make sure you check out our biggest collabs this year with Jaron Benton and Demrick. We do have another major collab coming early next year and we will talk about that very soon. So stay tuned. Stay on the lookout. Hey man, genuinely you guys, thank you so much for your time, especially going over a little bit. Uh, I really, I really appreciate it. I got a ton of respect for you dudes and you guys are, you guys Likewise. Are motivate me from a distance too, man, to, to upgrade my equipment and start, start getting into the video, the video aspect of things with these interviews, man. Cause I, I, I forget sometimes people watch so much stuff on YouTube and, and honestly, that's, that's like my favorite platform of all the social media content that I consume. And um, me too, bro. I think, uh, same here. Signs from the universe a lot, and I've had I've had a few different people say, "Man, you got to start you got to start putting those podcasts on YouTube." You know what I mean? And I'm like, I know, but my computer's so old, I got to upgrade. So I'm gonna I'm gonna invest in myself, and you guys are inspiring me to do that too, man. But keep up the good work, fellas. I really enjoy what you're doing, um, and I think it's really cool that uh, the, the family history. We didn't get into that too too much on this one, but we did on the the previous episode we did, which people can still find on, on my website. But um, music is in y'all's blood too, man. And um, I think it's really cool that you guys are, are, you know, keeping that tradition going in your family and um, keeping that heritage going and, and doing your thing and, and making it your own. So blessings to, to each Thank of you guys, man. And Thank you, man. Have a, have a wonderful Thanksgiving as well. And, uh, and, a, and a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, the whole kit and caboodle, man. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Merry Thank Christmas. You, bro. Happy New Year, y'all. It's you way the duo. Yeah, we Check appreciate y'all. Alrighty, Dighty, there you have it. That was my conversation with Wally and Slomo of UA the Duo. Make sure you go follow these guys on Instagram at UA the Duo underscore, and their individual pages are at Slomo underscore UA, and that is Mo, just M O, and at Wally underscore UA. Their YouTube channel is at UA the Duo TV. All of the links to all of their stuff will be in the podcast description for this episode. So just scroll down to the bottom of the podcast description, hit those links, and go follow and support the dudes in UA the Duo. I just want to say thank you once again to Wally and to Slomo. I really appreciate you guys coming back on the podcast. You are welcome on anytime, my guys. Uh, and again, man, I consider you guys like brothers from another mother, man, for real. Just to, to, to be able to connect with you guys via Instagram a little over a year ago 
have you come on the show again to see both of our our brands building and to see us being able to reach people you guys with your music and now podcasting and the artists that you're working with as well as myself with my podcast and, and being able to connect with artists like yourself and other business owners and you know people out there persevering and moving forward it's just really cool man I, I just have a ton of respect for you guys and the fact that it's mutual and you took the time to come back on the podcast and share about what you guys have been up to in 2022 it just means a lot it's great when you connect with other like-minded down-to-earth good people man and on top of that you guys are really talented man i, I dig the music and i want to make sure that all the listeners check it out so once again you guys go follow these guys at ua the duo underscore at slow-mo underscore ua at wally underscore ua youtube ua the duo tv and uh their latest single money knock with demrick is out now go run that up the music video is dope the single itself is dope obviously you've got Brub brothers too which came out in april so make sure you go guys go check out bud brothers too there's so many good ones but like i said the stuff that they've come out this year from purist with glocko to doing better with jaron benton the aforementioned money knock with demrick um, I really dig it, man. I also really love Champ, which you guys got to hear about that story. It was really cool. There's a cameo from Mike Jones in that music video, which uh, that one's closing in on 30,000 YouTube views as well. Um, I just really love the different flavors these guys put in the, in the music from, from their heritage you know, to, to the trap influence, to the West Coast influence. Um, they, they really got a little bit of something for everybody, especially if you're a fan of hip hop. So definitely check them out if you're a fan of hip hop. And if you're somebody like me that just loves checking out new music in general, um, and, and you're maybe not familiar with UA the Duo, if you're not one of the UA Duo fans listening to this, hopefully uh, we put you on to them today. You know, if nothing else, like I said, man, I just uh, I love being able to feature up and coming people, but also, again, people who are down to earth, good dudes. And Wally and Salomo are definitely down to earth, good dudes. And I, I look forward to the day. We get to meet in person, whether it's me getting out there to Utah, which is a beautiful state that I really genuinely want to get to. Um, and, and in fact, in my dining room slash studio, uh, the lab, as it were, call back to the to the conversation. I actually have a picture. It's like a cool um, old school picture of, of the national parks. And it's got, you know, different artwork for each national park. And I've been to a few of them. Like I've been to the Smoky Mountains I've been to um, Estes Park in Colorado where you can you can enter Rocky Mountain National Park. I've been to Mammoth Cave in, in Kentucky, which is about an hour from me. But um, I believe Mount Zion is out in Utah, and I would really love to get out to, uh, to I think it's Zion National Park. Yep, there it is right there, Zion National Park in Utah. So, yeah, man, it's a beautiful state, and um, whether I get a chance to get out there, those guys get a chance to come through Nashville, man, it would be, it would be awesome to link up with them in person. But, uh, but yeah, I hope this conversation inspired you, man. That's the whole goal of these things. I'm really excited for the December episodes and, uh, we had a great one with discoveries to kick off the month. And now this one with UA, the duo. Um, and the last one is, is going to be an artist in a different musical genre. That's also on the come up out in, uh, out in Los Angeles. So a little teaser for that, but I like to mix it up on here, man, and feature people from different ends of the musical spectrum, people from different ends, uh, or different walks of life rather. And I really hope it inspires you guys to hustle and chase your dreams. You know, like I said, these guys, you know, are, are brothers, they have music in their blood and the fact that they have worked on their craft, that they've been able to collaborate with different artists in the scene who are well-respected. And in addition to that, build a music scene out there in Utah surrounding hip-hop, I think is really cool, man. So uh, they deserve all their roses, and I hope you give it to them, and I hope you hope you check them out. Um, and that's going to be a wrap. I ran it a lot in the beginning because I forgot the name of 
a Christmas carol for crying out loud. I really need to get more sleep, but, uh, but I'm feeling better. And again, I hope all you guys are doing well out there. If you are a little under the weather like me, um, or if you've got stuff going on in your life and there's always going to be ups and downs, man, uh, life truly is a roller coaster. Even if you, if you've got a privileged life, there's always going to be highs and lows. And I've learned the key is to just ride the waves, man. Um, one of my favorite song lyrics from Pearl Jam is I'll ride the wave where it takes me. And it's in a song called Release, and it's something that I really try to remind myself of when I overthink and I worry, as I as I have a tendency to do. It's you know anxiety's in my blood. It's not an excuse. It's true. Um, but when I get to that place, I try to remember that just ride the waves where they take you, because the good ones are going to come and go, the bad ones are going to come and go. So the 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 important thing that can, that you can do is just try to try to remain cool as a cucumber. Try to try to really just stay calm and even keel through it all, because Good and bad things are going to come, man. But uh, like I said, we've we've only got a couple of weeks until the end of the year. As of recording the intro and close to this show, Christmas Day is two weeks away officially. Um, it won't be when this episode comes out. In fact, when this episode comes out, I think Christmas is only going to be five days away. But as of recording the intro and close to this show, Christmas is, is upon us, man. And um, this is a great time of the year to reflect, to give back in your community, to other people who are in need and to remember how lucky you are to count on your hands, the people that you love, the people who have your back, friends, family, colleagues, you name it, mentors. You know, this is the time of the year to say thank you, but this is also a time of year to remember how good you have it. You know, there's going to be people who don't have Christmas dinner. There's going to be people, uh, you know, out there who don't have families to see for the holidays, whether it's Christmas, you know, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, you name it. Like there's, there's, there's people that aren't going to have a warm bed to sleep in. And, and, you know, family to hug them and friends to see and, and visit with and, and, you know, ring it in the new year with, you know what I mean? So we got to remember those people um, who, who need our help this time of year as well. So, you know, in your local community, try to find a local organization. If you can't give back your, you know, uh, your money, if you can't donate, um, you know, check your closets. There's, there's probably clothes you haven't worn in a while. Donate to, to a local shelter you know, that, that helps out homeless people, helps give them clean clothes to put on their backs so they can go to job interviews and, you know, feel better about themselves, you know, donate some food. Um, and if you, and if you can't afford to donate food, you know, try to donate your time, man. You know, these places always need volunteers at soup kitchens and, um, you know, places that help feed the homeless and help people, uh, battered women's shelters. There's all kinds of places out there. So again, if you don't have the money, you know, see if there's any clothes you can donate, Hats, gloves, all that stuff. Blankets are important this time of year, especially in the colder climate. So anyway, I'll get off my soapbox, but um, I love this time of year. I love Christmas, and uh, I love connecting with people in a positive way. So I just want to wrap things up officially by saying thank you to all of you who listen to the show, who support the show, who like and subscribe, the people who tell their friends to tell their friends. Uh, If you would be so kind and you did enjoy this episode, if you would take the time on either Spotify or Apple to leave a rating for the show, um, Apple actually lets you leave comments as well. It does a lot in terms of helping the show rank higher and get these conversations out to more people. And ultimately, that's what I want. I want more people to discover the music of Wally and Slow Mo in UA the Duo and what they're doing. Um, so if you would take the time to do that, uh, I really appreciate it. But I genuinely want to say thank you, man. It's been cool to see the show grow incrementally over the last like two and a half years that I've been getting into it more seriously. And you know, persevering and moving forward is something that I've done in my own life. So I'm literally living the theme of this show. It's It's been a challenging year and a half. 2022 has been a lot more positive than 2021 was for me. But um, 
I, I'm living it, y'all. So when I tell you to try to ride the waves, it's it's not. Uh, I'm not just preaching from my high horse, man. Um, I've I've I've, and I don't say this as a martyr either, but I've gone through a lot in the last 18, 19 months, and um, to have this show to be able to do and look forward to to connect with great guys like Wally and Slomo and the other artists and people that I've had on this show. To know that there's people out there listening, I think there's been downloads in something like 20 countries this year. Um, it, it really means a lot, you know, obviously beyond the support of my family and my friends and my loved ones who look out for me and check in on me, man. So uh, I thank you all. I love you all. Keep the faith and be kind to one another. Courtesy of Wally and Slomo of UA The Duo, here is their single with Jaron Benton called Doing Better. Peace. A new endeavors, uh, bullet shoot through your sweater, uh, hit them with two berettas, uh, might give a loop of pleasure, uh, we don't been through some pressure, uh, I can get too aggressive, it got no class, it's a new semester, I'm the new professor, school in session, shooting weapons, like it get too depressing, uh, might need some new direction, if I run up in a high, might use protection, uh, I spray up your ass, dick. might pay for the casket, I piss in your ashes, bitches and headaches, go get me your aspirin, bitches be nagging, I'm an assassin, we get the clash, and you are not lasting, niggas be capping, I am the captain, off of this head, my niggas go clap em, uh, Talk nigga, cut the check and let the wolves eat like with a supper red. And if it's disrespect, my niggas cut your neck like that. They pray him, but we never slow it.